0: washington commanders have hired not only a gm but the gm (music) greetings and salutations and welcome to this commander's news alert here on ref the district i am the stoner we are a proud member of the believe network appreciate all of you checking in to this exciting news here in commander's land If you haven't already, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on audio, make sure you leave a rating and review so that the word gets out about Ref the District. Again, appreciate all of you all checking in on this, really this historic day here with the Washington Commanders. It is now official. Washington Commanders have signed Adam Peters as their general manager. Adam Peters, of course, comes from San Francisco, where he was the assistant GM. And we've got a lot to talk about here, a lot of exciting stuff to talk about with Adam Peters. We're going to talk about who is Adam Peters, what his bona fides are, basically what has he done uh, during the course of his career to get him to this point to not only be in this position to get the job, but to have everybody excited about this particular job we're all, we're going to talk about the significance of that of this particular hire here in Washington because it is very significant. Uh, and then we're going to talk about basically what he has to work with and you know what's next down the line what comes up here for Washington in the future. And you know if you had looked probably a few weeks ago and you were trying to figure out who do you think Washington is going to be is going to hire? for their next GM. Well, the betting line was probably, he was probably the betting favorite for most of that. You know, him, and it was reported last night, he and Ian Cunningham were kind of the two finalists for that. And so if you'd gone out there to, I don't know, let's say bet online to get in on that action and the lines, you could have bet on that. But you know, the NFL playoffs are right around the corner. Hello, tomorrow, NBA season is in full swing. Bet online has you covered with all of the up-to-second odds, news and scores, additional odds lines, trends and all that on your desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get in the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the action starts. Yo, let's get into this already. First of all, who the heck is Adam Peters. Now, of course, we've heard a lot about him in the last few months uh, because he has been rumored to be on the short list for the Commanders. So there's five or six people on that short list, and and he seemed to be the most attractive. Why? Because of what he's done in the past. So let's get into that. First of all, he's only 44 years old, so he's on the younger side. He's not some boy wonder in terms of you're going to hire him at 30 years old, a la like Sean, McH- Sean McVay is a head coach or some other executives. But that's good. 44 years old, which means he's still young and energetic, but he still has a, also has a lot of experience. What kind of experience does he have? He spent six years in New England as a scout. He spent five years in Denver as a scout. Then he started going up that promotion world. world. <laughs> Can't even get it out. And with, I'm so excited. I, I can't even get it all out. Uh, then he was promoted to director of college scouting with the Broncos. After that, the 49ers came calling. So he headed out to San Francisco where he was hired as vice president of player personnel. Then just a couple of years ago in 2021, I guess that's, I guess that's now four years ago. Oh my God. I can't believe it was. three years ago. Can't even do math. Uh, he was, Um, He was promoted all the way up to assistant general manager under John Lynch there in San Francisco. So he's got bona fides. He's been grinding, and all he did was get promoted each and every time right up the ladder. And so he has everything that you would want in a general manager, and let's look at some of his background, some of his successes, really, because there's a lot to look at. There is a lot. You're going to want to hear – these successes that Adam Peters has had in his career. In 21 years in a front office role, he's had six Super Bowl appearances in 21 years. I mean, that's once every three years, three to four years, he's getting to a Super Bowl. The team that he is a part of in terms of scouting and um, drafting and signing and all that. He's won three Super Bowls in his time. He's got a chance, really, even though he's already been hired by Washington. That's San Francisco is still part of his resume. He could have four Super Bowl wins. They're the number one seed for a reason. And he's won 13 divisional titles. 13 divisional titles in 21 years when he's been part of an organization. That, my friends, is what you call success. Well, let's get specific on certain players that he has drafted. Let's just go back to San Francisco time since he became assistant general manager in 20, uh, 2017 is when he became vice president of player personnel. So let's go back to 2017 and look at all of the hits that he's had. First of all, he's had five first-team All-Pros. Five first-team All-Pros that he's drafted, that he's drafted Bosa, Nick Bosa, you know, he was a first-round pick, kind of expected, number two overall, but he hit first-team first, first All-Pro. And, again, don't get confused on what All-Pro and Pro Bowl is. Pro Bowl, that's fan voting and all this All-Pro means you are the best at that position in the entire NFL. So you got Bosa, who's been there, Debo Samuel, who was drafted in the second round, 36 overall, I believe, early second round. Fred Ro- Warner, who was drafted in the third round. George Kittle, who was drafted in the fifth round. And Hufanga, who's also drafted in the fifth round. Those are just some of the guys he's drafted that have become all pros. Think of all those um, that have, that they've traded for or haven't even been Pro Bowls, I didn't even look up Pro Bowls that he's had. I mean, there's probably in the 40s in terms of Pro Bowl appearances for guys he's drafted. But also look at some of the guys that he has acquired. He acquired Trent Williams, first-team All-Pro. He acquired Christian McCaffrey, first-team All-Pro. Now, again, he's vice president, or he is assistant general manager, but he's that guy who, (coughs) excuse me, who, speaks directly to GM John Lynch. So you got to to give him credit for what he has done. Um, And then also I said, Christian McCaffrey and Trent Williams. Don't forget the draft of Brock Purdy. He was on record as loving that draft pick. I don't give people credit for seventh round picks hitting. That's just lucky. You didn't draft him to be your guy, but he's, but he drafted him. And he's the guy now. And he's a pro bowler. He's not all pro. But he's that he was that close to being an All Pro. He had the same number of votes as Dak for the quarterback position. He was that close, so give him some props for uh, from for the All Pro selection. Um, now, oh, and also by the way, uh, Fred Warner and Christian McCaffrey are two of three, two of the only three unanimous All Pros this year, first team. Tyreek Hill being the other one. I mean, studs, absolute studs, that he had a hand in drafting. Now, look, has he had some failures? Of course he has. He's had some failures. Uh, In 2017, he drafted Solomon Thomas, third overall. Who? Exactly. He also drafted Reuben Foster, 31st overall. Now, some of those are due to injuries that he has not uh, been the player that he was supposed to be. But here you go. And also Trey Lance. Trey Lance, of course, has to go up there. They moved up to get Trey Lance. You can blame whoever you want, but if you're going to give credit to him for all these other picks, you have to give him blame for these picks that didn't hit. But here's the important part. Write this down. Put it in the back of your head. This is a super important part of this. Even with those failures, especially the Trey Lance failure, the quarterback position, when you blow – The quarterback position, it usually sets you back four years, maybe five years, a la Washington blowing it in 2020. It didn't set this team back. Why? Because the draft has been so solid in all those other picks through the years, and they've built a quality team all the way around. Excellent defense. Excellent defensive line. Excellent offense. Excellent offensive line. A quarterback, studs all over the place in the wide receiver room, in the running back room. Think about Elijah Mitchell, who is who was a stud until McCaffrey came along. He got hurt and McCaffrey came along, stole the job. He's still a stud. But just think about all that. He got all of those to build that team so that you can overcome the failures of a Solomon Thomas, the failures of Ruben Foster, and the biggest one, of course, the failure of Trey Lance. And it didn't affect this organization. It didn't set them back. Again, why? Because he built the team properly all the way around. That's a huge point in his favor uh, for why he's been so successful uh, as the as the assistant GM. First, the vice president of player personnel, and then the assistant GM. So those are kind of his bona fides. This is his background, his bona fides and everything. What about the significance of the hire? Let me go back a page. Sorry. The significance of his hire cannot be overlooked. Washington is now an attractive destination. Last year and in the off-season, he had four at least that we know of, four different organizations that wanted to interview him, and he didn't even bother interviewing because it wasn't attractive, attractive enough for him. Arizona, the Chargers, the Titans, and the Raiders, I believe, are the four. And he says, "No, those aren't even good. Those are not going to make me want to leave what I have here and move elsewhere." But now Washington is that type of destination. Why? Because the ownership group that is that is in place uh, is effective. They're professional. Uh, they're doing things the right way, and so you have to give a lot of credit to Josh Harris and and his team, and not just Josh Harris. But Josh Harris and Mitchell Rails and Magic and Bob Myers and Spielman, all these people that have come in to be a part of this process. And everything that you're hearing around the NFL circles is, number one, the Josh Harris group is is, uh, being highly respected in this process, the specific process, and how they're handling ownership overall. We've got legitimate ownership now on our side. And now this organization is an attractive, um, uh, destination for things like that for, for a GM or for anybody else. Cause he's basically, he, he had a stint in new England at the beginning. He had a little bit in Denver, but other than that, he's, he's a California guy born in California, went to school in California, been in San Francisco for so long. He's going to move all the way East coast. He's got two young kids. You're going to move them all the way to these, it's got to be the right situation. And he said, you know what? Washington is the right situation. So that's a, that's the significance really of hiring this guy. And, of course, everybody, and I mean everybody thinks Adam Peters is the number one guy, and they're all uh, excited for Washington because they believe Washington hired the right guy. And that's everybody. I have not heard one negative mention about Adam Peters or even somebody saying, hmm, I don't know. I guess it's okay, or you gotta be careful about certain things. No, nobody people are trying to find different reasons to not like the hire, but they're not having a whole lot of success. So um, so that that's pretty cool part. And then let's talk about the last thing here uh before we finish up is what does he got in front of him? What sort of job does he have in front of him? And what comes next now? Well, first of all, we all know about the commander's roster. First of all, they don't have only 49 players under contract. That's a 90-man roster. That's half your players are under contract. And like 26 of the 53-man roster, the last 53-man roster, are under contract. So he's going to rebuild this entire roster. That's what's in front of him. We know all about the cap space. At least $75 million. We'll see how high that goes. It's going to go higher because you're going to have um, cap hits, in ter- uh, cap dead cap money, you're going to cut some guys and so you're going to save some money and have some dead cap hits. So, I project they're going to be just under 100 million when it's all said and done. Now they got a lot of guys to sign and that money's going to go quick. Still, that's nice to have, unlike some other places where they're like $36 million over the cap. Washington is in a great cap situation. And of course, the draft picks. We keep talking about all these draft picks and they cannot be overlooked. They have the second pick the 35th pick, the 40th pick, the 66th pick, the 100th pick, and the 103rd pick. They've got six picks in the top 103. Six in the top 103. Now, part of that is from the Chase Young and Montez sweat trades. Well, whatever. You got rid of them and you brought it, you've got all of these draft picks now. So, this is going to be a huge draft, whether you use them to move up or whether you even acquire more by moving some of those back. To get even more picks or future picks in the following years. So he's got a fantastic situation here in Washington in terms of rebuilding this roster, rebuilding the cap space, uh, the cap, uh, managing the cap, and of course, uh, drafting, which is going to be a massive part of how this team is built. Is going to be the 2024 draft is going to be massive. Six in the top 103. Lastly, uh, what's next here for Washington? Of course, you can't even overlook it. The big thing is head coach. I mean, everybody's out there, they're saying it's gonna be Ben Johnson from Detroit. On our show, I said I wanted Harbaugh, I wanted a CEO type, but I also said, and let me make this very clear, I'd be super excited with Ben Johnson if that's who they decide to go with. So that's the rumor, is it's sort of a pairing, but we have no idea. I'm sure there's been informal talks but they can't even interview Ben Johnson until after three days after the team's wildcard game. So if the lions play Sunday, I think they play, then it's going to be Tuesday or Wednesday before they can even have a formal interview. And it's not even in person. It can only be um, in uh, you know, in a, in a, in a zoom, one of these things right here. Right. So the head coach is going to be the big thing. i like everybody thinks, I predict it will prob- probably be Ben Johnson as well, but we'll see. There's plenty of quality candidates out there. like the uh, Harbaugh that I like. I do like the idea of Mike Vrabel, but we'll see. He's not going to New England, obviously. He'll probably go to Atlanta. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Anthony Weaver, Raheem Morris, um, Mike McDonald, guy Bobby Slowick. There's all those choices out there. I think it's going to be Ben Johnson. So that's obviously upcoming. Uh, next, um, but we'll see, we'll see how all this turns out, but no matter what, it's a fantastic day here for Washington as again, they have signed, uh, they've agreed to a deal with Adam Peters to be the GM of the Washington commanders. Oh, also, what does that mean for the rest of the folks who are still in Washington? And when you think about it, the GM right now is Martin Mayhew and they just hired a GM and they say they're going to evaluate all the staff, don't overthink it, everybody's gone. They're not going to hold on to Mayhew, Herney, Eric Biannimi, all these. They're all, it's going to be a clean slate. You don't come in here and just say, yeah, I want to keep a bunch of people from the old regime. It's not how it works. For now, they'll stay on, but they're going to be gone, and that's probably a good, good thing for Washington. It's a new day here in Washington. We're all super excited about Adam Peters. I can't tell you how happy we are that this is now things are changing. So if you're a fan of the Cowboys, the Eagles, or the Giants, your, your, your comeuppance, it's your comeuppance. I don't even know if I'm using that correctly, but whatever. Your days atop the NFC East are over. The commanders are back. We're doing it the right way. We're doing it with the right people. And I can't wait to see what this brings. Be patient. It may take a couple of years. shouldn't take five years, like Ron said give it a couple of years and we'll see how all this turns out but I'm super excited about you about this thank you all for checking in hit that like hit that su- uh, subscribe button hit the notifications and if you're listening on audio make sure you hit uh, make sure you leave a rating and review uh, this has been brought to you by of course bet online until next time be a fan